Do something beautiful for God. Do it with your life. Do it every day. Do it in your own way, but do it. Welcome to the Do Something Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Leah Darrow, and I share with you inspirational people who are truly doing something beautiful to make our world better. You know, I love the fact that this podcast is kind of up and going and and inspired by St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta. What I also really like about this is that we get to highlight, you know, everyday heroes, everyday people who are just out there inspiring others and inspiring their communities. And I love being able to highlight these people. And I think we're going to start to incorporate this more and more in this podcast. It's incredibly important for us to not just be inspired by the people who are maybe in the limelight or the people who are in the news, but be inspired with the people that are, you know, our neighbors, our parents or our sisters, our siblings, our friends, whoever that might be. So if you have anyone or if you yourself are that person, email me, let me know. And if you want to be on the Do Something Beautiful podcast, or if you know somebody who you think uh, we should highlight here on this podcast, who is truly doing something beautiful to make the world better, then let me know. You can email me at leah at leahdarrow.com. That's just leah at leahdarrow.com. And I would love to be able to look through those requests because today is one of those requests that I got. A few weeks ago, um, I had put out a request on social media asking people to share with me people in their life that are doing something beautiful. And I had multiple people tell me about this beautiful woman named Lauren Salarulo. And Lauren is somebody who is on a fantastic journey that she's been documenting on Instagram. And I'll leave her Instagram handle in the podcast notes so that you can follow her and be inspired. And she's going to tell you the whole story. I'm not going to tell you much more except the fact that she's on an amazing journey. And regardless if you share her journey or not, she inspires every single person to use perseverance and their faith and to know their worth and their dignity in Jesus Christ to continue on, to press on. And I love that about her. And at the very end, she gives three fantastic pieces of advice that every person needs to have in their life. I've already written them out. They're on my post-it notes on my computer, actually. They're wonderful. So without further ado, please enjoy this fantastic conversation with Lauren Salarulo. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Do Something Beautiful podcast. As I have already mentioned, I have got the beautiful Lauren Salarulo with me, if I can get her Italian last name right. I've got a lot of interesting names here for Season two's <laughs> podcast going on here. But all right, so Lauren, as I mentioned before, she is a, she's an, a woman who really does inspire me. And you should definitely check out her Instagram, and I'll add her Instagram handle in the podcast notes that you can follow her. She's quite quite inspiring. And she's got a pretty good following too, almost 6,000 people following her. And so Lauren, welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome. All right. So there are so many things I want to talk to you about and why you have been, why you've chosen social media to document this awesome journey. So, I mean, for people who really don't know a lot about you can, and especially with what we're talking about today, can you give us a quick intro into your life and this journey that you have been on and that you've documented on social media? Yes. So I'm Lauren Salarulo and I'm 29 years old and live in Atlanta, Georgia. I've lived here pretty much my whole life. I went to Auburn um, and came back and just love Atlanta. But I've been on a weight loss journey since about 2014. And I had decided then that it was very important for me to quickly get on this journey. And one of the ways that I thought would 
inspire me and keep me accountable was to share my journey on social media. So this um, kind of began this big change in this weight loss journey that, that you've been on and that you document freely and bravely, I might add, on Instagram. This started around 2014 for you to make this big change? Yes. Okay. So like what happened prior to that? Like, like where were you at? Were there health issues? What was going on? Yes. I had a slew of health issues that I was dealing with. And at that time, I wasn't able to be insured for many reasons. And so I was kind of miserable and also piling on lots of debt because of health issues. And so the the biggest thing that inspired me to change was actually on an airplane. It was actually Spirit Airlines and like their seats are very, very small, but I was not able to fit in and buckle my seatbelt. And that was a very powerful, I was sitting with my sister and just very, I vividly can remember sitting there and not being able to, to buckle my seatbelt. And I was too afraid and, and too embarrassed to ask for an extender. So I, I just struggled through that whole airplane ride, not being able to fit. And that was really the biggest thing that jump started. I knew probably six months to a year before that, that I really needed to get it together and get it in gear and, and lose some weight. But that was really that moment that inspired me. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. And, and I have to do something and make a change. Now, was this something that you've that you've always struggled with? Or is this to happen something like later in like high school or college years? I actually have always struggled with my weight from I mean, I maybe since I was 10, I don't really remember the exact age, but I've always been very self-conscious about my my body and but also have always been like a bigger girl compared to all my friends growing up. And so really, as far back as probably 10, maybe younger, I remember this being a struggle. So in throughout high school, middle school, and into college, and it it just continued to get worse. I mean, I, I would go through phases in middle school and high school. But then in college, I continued to kind of pack on the pounds and and that's when it finally hit me that night. But it was definitely something I've struggled with pretty much my whole life. Do you think that our culture standard of beauty had any effect on you at all in any of this? Most definitely. I feel like I was always comparing myself and not necessarily to celebrities or, or people like that, but my friends and, and other people. And I know because their standards were what the world was telling them and what culture was telling them was beautiful or what was good. And so, and that's what they did. And so that is what I wanted to always be and always kind of compared myself to. And I think culture back then, I mean, that was maybe 10, you know, 10 or so years ago. And now I can't even imagine, you know, how, if I was in middle school now, how much harder it would even be. But even then, I do feel like culture has always tried to tell us that if you're not, you know, stick skinny, then there's something wrong with you. And I think that had a very big impact on my life starting at such a young age and even until till now. But being a little bit older, I can hopefully work through those things. Yeah. You know, at least right. that, that that's the goal of us with, with age. Right. <laughs> right. I, I hope so. Right. I mean, but I think that like the standard of beauty it really has this at the foundation, this lie of perfectionism that you can be perfect. You can look 
perfect if you just try hard enough, if you lose enough weight, if you change your hair color, or if you have a certain type of clothes, or if you make if you put on your makeup just right. And I think it affects everybody, mm. regardless of where you know you start at on the scale. In a sense, it affects everybody. I mean, I remember always feeling like I was never good enough, and th- this is even when I was a fashion model in New York. You know. Feeling like I still wasn't thin enough. I still wasn't as beautiful enough. I mean, it, it, this standard is not just affecting one certain group of people or certain size. Mm. It's, it's, it affecting all women in terms of how we see ourselves and how we value who we are and our worth with it. Well, on your Instagram feed, you have, I'm going to go back to that again because I have spent, I was supposed to call you at a certain time here for our podcast interview and I was like <laughs> five, 10 minutes late. <laughs> Because I am just scrolling through all of your Instagram. And let me tell you mm. something, people, you need to get on this and follow Lauren. It's so inspiring. I look through, I love what you've done. And I don't know if this has just kind of happened or if this has been very purposeful, but there are so many, every picture is inspiring. Every mm. picture has a story. You don't just post something for, you know, your own self value or, hey, look at me with this selfie. Like everything is super inspiring. And one of the things that I was just scrolling through, you have a quote from Maya Angelou and she says, the real difficulty is to overcome how you think about yourself. And I love that, especially in terms of what we've been talking about with the standard of beauty of how it affects everybody. And it kind of makes us feel like we're less than if we don't hit a certain number on the scale or if, you know, we don't look a certain way. And I think what you were mentioning before too, of how, you weren't necessarily comparing yourself to like the celebrities in the magazines, but you were comparing yourself to your friends and your friends were also comparing themselves to the people in those magazines or whatever. And so like, it just, this trickle down effect does affect us. And so who we surround ourselves with and uh, really does matter. And I know that you are in Atlanta and that's like a hotbed for like female solidarity in the Christian community. Like there's so many awesome women there. They seem to kind of hub there and you've got a great support network. It looks like now, how has your friendship and the group of that you are hanging out with now kind of helped with maybe heal those wounds from your past of like just the experience of girls that kind of compete more than contribute? Yeah, I am super blessed with my group of friends now. I I mean, I, I've been blessed throughout my life with some really solid friends, but I prayed for many, many years to just find a really good group of solid Catholic women. And I knew that they existed and I knew that there were these great Catholic women out there and it just took some time to find them. But I am very grateful for the way, I believe you said champion. I mean, they, they just champion each other and there is no... There's no competition and there's no, there's just, they genuinely want you to know your worth in Christ. And I think that is so powerful because in our culture, I mean, the, you know, everyone is telling us that our worth should be in worldly things or how we look. And really, you should wake up every day and really be able to believe that your worth is in Christ. And I think these friends have been very imperative in that and very much have just encouraged me throughout this journey and sometimes with words, sometimes in actions, but just changing the, you know, I, I share a little bit on, on Instagram about this is that I struggled with bullying a lot in mainly middle school and some in high school. And, 
and some with male friends and some with female friends. And so to be able to be surrounded by solid female friends, like you said, that has spoken a lot of healing and a lot of truth to my heart in ways that I maybe didn't think I needed, but God knew because he always does. (laughs) He does. I mean, yeah, it's just a really amazing, the journey that you are on once again, and that you are just, I mean, Lauren, you inspire me. I want to get back to that journey that you were talking about before and kind of that place in 2014 where you wanted to see a change and you wanted to do something about it. Because here on the Do Something Beautiful podcast, we're like, obviously, we highlight people or, or stories of people who are really doing something beautiful in the world. And you inspire me. I mean, this, your Instagram feed is so fantastic in the fact that you post things that reveal these challenges that you face. And you can see, in a sense, like growing confidence and growing faith in almost every post. And it inspire it inspires me to be like, you know what, I can do this. If Lauren can do it, I can do this. Like I'm gonna do it. You know, whatever my challenge is that day, looking through your feed reminds me that I'm not alone, that Christ mm-hmm. is with me. And you do this in such a fantastic way. You're not extremely explicit all the time, but you're just imply faith and you imply the beauty of female friendship and solidarity. And I love the fact that you even said that you were you prayed for friends. And I can really mm-hmm. connect with that. I when I left New York and I had my conversion or reversion back to my faith, I came home and I literally had no friends, just none. Cause I had, you know, all the friends that I did have, they were not the type of, they were not true friends from, you know, a Syriac that, that, that we would know, Syriac six. And so I had to pray. I remember just kneeling down in front of the blessed sacrament being like, Lord, bring me your friends. <laughs> bring me the people in this world that love you. And can you introduce me to some of your friends, Lord? And Mm. I think when we ask the Lord to introduce us to his friends, he does with time, we have to be patient, but he does bring us people that will champion us, that will contribute to good in this world and good in us rather than just competing. And like, as you say, unfortunately, we can get into is this jealousy and that leads to bullying and everything else. And unfortunately, we still you know struggle with in the world today. But I love how you've documented all of these awesome challenges here on Instagram. And so so getting back to that story, though, because I interrupted you because there's so many awesome things about your life that I want to talk about. But <laughs> but getting back to that story. So like so you decided at this moment you had mentioned being on a plane and you weren't able to connect that seatbelt. And you were like, OK, this is a moment you, you were having some health issues. It was racking up medical bills as well. And you had this epiphany of like, it's got to change. So what do you do when you get to that place where you know that you need to change? How did you go about that? It's hard. I had, I I do Weight Watchers currently and I have done Weight Watchers in the past and have been successful, but also would, would do it for a while and then fail. And so I knew that I had to find something that I would hold me accountable and would help me learn, you know, cause I, I think the, a lot of the issue is, when people think of weight loss, they think of diet and like crash diets and fad diets. And I had tried a few things, but I realized that like, I don't need something that's going to change drastically. I need something that is going to slowly just teach me better ways of eating and better ways of handling my emotions. And I, as much as I would, I wish that, you know, it hasn't taken me as long as it had has to lose weight. I know that God is especially teaching me way more than than just 
what it takes to lose weight because I also have grown up in a family. My dad's a chiropractor and loves health and wellness. And I've always known what I needed to do to get in shape and to lose weight. But I realized that it was way more of an emotional thing for me. So, so Weight Watchers helped me gather the tools that I needed to, to face the food, but also learning all about the emotional stuff too. So I also have seen a counselor through throughout much of my life and went back and found my counselor to really help me dive into more of the emotional and spiritual aspects of this journey. That's awesome. I mean, Laura, that's awesome. I just, once again, you inspire me. You were, <laughs> you were so strong. You were so brave. And, and I think too, just reaching out for help when we need that. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm with you. I've seen a counselor plenty of times in my life. I'm sure people... <laughs> I'm sure people, if they listen to my podcast long enough, they realize that I probably need therapy or at least at one point got therapy. And you are right, my friends. You are Mm. right. Because, man, I tell you something. I do need help. I mean, I've said it in my talks a million times over. I've come to a place where I've really embraced that statement of I am broken, but I'm redeemed. Mm. And to work kind of like to work through that type of accepting my savior and accepting the redemption that the Lord has given me through the blood of Christ requires sometimes a little bit of working that out and thinking it Mm -hmm. through. And for some of us, counseling is a great option. And it is for you. It was for me, too. I love how you did that. A couple of things you'd mentioned that I thought were really interesting is that like you already had like the knowledge. You're like, okay, yeah, I know all the go to's. My dad's a chiropractor. You have this health and wellness family all there everything's great. But it was the emotional side that really needed to have that conversion in a sense. Yes. Yeah. And I think a lot of us do. We have an emotional tie to something. Mm. And it's that emotional break that is so difficult to make because our emotions are so strong and they really can sometimes run our life. And when we allow our emotions to run our life, it usually ends up with just chaos because you know, our, our passions, our emotions were never given the job of seeking truth. That's for our intellect, you know, and to be acted upon mm-hmm. with, with our will. But our passions, our emotions are the things that, that can kind of sometimes aid us, right? Obviously, they help us feel when something is positive or negative, that kind of feeling in your gut or give you that sense of peace. But sometimes they also can create attachments to things or vices that are unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And I know that like that's been the same way for me in a lot of different ways. Do you think like how has your faith been a part of this journey with you? I mean, has your faith helped you in your weight loss journey? Yes, definitely. I uh, I didn't really realize how much I was going to need. I mean, obviously, I know I need God and, you know, I, I can't do anything on my own without him. But I didn't really realize how much healing I needed to experience as I'm going along on this journey. And I think a lot of times people think that you have to be completely healed to like make a change or to transform. And I, I definitely don't agree with that. I mean, I think some people can, but I think that if we allow God to heal our wounds as we experience them and as we relive them for, in a sense, that's when, you know, that that's when like the really powerful stuff can happen. And I, I'm, <laughs> very an emotional person all the time. Most of my friends can probably will probably laugh when they hear me say this because I, especially I am very, I'm a crier. And so especially in prayer, 
I was a volunteer core member for about eight years and the teens all knew me about uh, as the girl that would always cry. See, but I, we, 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 we were meant to be friends, Lauren. We were meant to be friends. <laughs> me too. Yes. Me too, sister. I, I, yeah. I can't even help it. Sometimes I hate it and I'm sitting there in front of an audience crying. And I'm like, what's <laughs> happening to me? I'm with yes. you. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do feel like the, those have been the most powerful moments where God is really speaking to me. And I believe God speaks through different ways to many different people and through tears and through like emotion is when he really like speaks truth into my life. And I feel like a lot of what I really needed was his truth into my heart and to allow it to come in on a daily basis and allow like the tears to kind of remove all of the baggage that I was holding on to. And I think it's hard and it's messy and it's it's not pretty, but I, I feel like that's how God works the best is when we are raw and open and emotional and a mess, which is most of the time in my case, but that's when God can work his magic. I think it's, I'm going to probably butcher the statement or the, the quote, but there's a quote by St. Ambrose. And he says something of of how that there are of the waters that we deal with in the spiritual life. There's the water of baptism and there are the tears of conversion. Mm. And so that it is, is that this this human expression and reaction to a spiritual or an emotional event of tears is a very cleansing therapeutic statement for us to encounter something tangible, literally with the tear of something that was felt that's intangible. And so mm-hmm. those moments, especially during prayer, where maybe that might happen for someone, it doesn't have to happen for people to obviously know and experience the Lord, but it does, it can be something that can be very therapeutic and healing for us. And of course, God allows that in each individual person because he speaks to us in an individual way. So it all kind of all works mm-hmm. out. But um. I think you're right. I think there's something to be said about that and about our experience within our faith and to kind of allow that to happen, allow God to show up where he needs to show up in our life. Throughout all of this, now, where are you at now? Like in your weight loss journey, you you document everything. You've got pics from like two, three years ago compared to the ones of today. It's amazing. I love looking at all of these pictures of you and you're just smiling and you're brave and every single one you have all these great quotes of like, she believed she could, so she did. I love I love everything. You are a warrior. Oh, I'm reading all these quotes right now, looking through your Instagram feed. Where are you at now? Like, what point are you at? You have all these different awesome, like, weight loss marks that you've hit. Yes. Yeah, so I currently, thank you, um, am at 58 pounds loss. So when I started my journey, I had the idea of losing 100 pounds. That really wasn't, I mean, and I, I've really gotten past the number and what that means. But just I wanted to lose 100 pounds. It was an easy, well, easy might not be it, it was a tangible number. That, <laughs> it sounded that was, really good. The, the solid right, yeah. 100. <laughs> right, right. So I'm a little over halfway to that, which is crazy sometimes to even think about because when you, you know, think about 100 pounds, like it's a lot of weight. And so I am and currently just working towards that that 100 and really embracing the length of time it has taken me to get here. Because I think sometimes, you know, especially on Instagram, it's awesome. And I've met so many amazing people and follow so many inspiring people. But sometimes it's, 
you know, if, if they, you know, if someone loses 60 pounds in six months or, you know, however, whatever the number is, it sometimes can get to you. But I've just really learned that I can't compare my journey to others and that, and just really trusting that God is leading me on this journey, the exact pace that he needs me to be on it for. Uh, Amen, Lauren. Amen. I couldn't have said it any better than that because I think you're right. We can't compare ourselves and we can't compare our journey with someone else's journey. And I think that's, that's the beautiful thing that you're doing. You know, the beautiful thing that you're doing is obviously taking care of yourself, but you're inspiring others to persevere in challenges, to persevere when things get tough. And that when you see something in your life or you finally acknowledge it, that it needs to change, whether it's something physical within your physical health or spiritual, emotional, whatever it might be. I tell you something, Lauren is one of the people that would help inspire me to do that and to make that change and to see that you can do something in your life. You can make this slow change in this process that you can begin. And I think that's a really key element to your story of something that you really like. To me, when I think about the beautiful thing that you're doing in this world, obviously, you know, you're taking care of yourself and your body, but you inspire others and you allow God to work in the process. And God loves the journey within each and every one of us. He loves the process and he loves to work in the journey with us. He likes to slowly unfold pieces of ourself to ourself so that we can learn more about who we are in light of Christ. And I think that's just a fantastic element to your story is that you've allowed, and of course, what's wonderful too with social media is that you've allowed this documentation of the process of God in your life to work slowly through that so that, yeah... And for any one of us who've gone through any type of conversion, spiritual conversion or even a physical conversion, just kind of getting back to where we need to be, we know that it's it's a process. I mean, I didn't just leave a photo shoot in New York City and come home and turn around the next week and be like, okay, so I'm totally back to normal. Everything's fine. (laughs) Forget about the 10 years of my life that I've literally treated myself like absolute crap. I've treated other people terrible. Like there were so many wounds so many problems and issues that I had to deal with and that I that I actually still deal with. Mm-hmm. And it's a process that you have to allow God in there to kind of bind up those wounds so that you can move forward. And it's just, it's the beauty of the process that I love so much about you, Lauren. It's the beauty that you've allowed God into it and you've allowed God to come into your life and heal you in the areas that were broken emotionally, as you mentioned multiple times of how this has really been something. It's not just these numbers on the scale that are going down. And that's awesome. I mean, you've lost 58 pounds. I mean, like, that's amazing. And you're still going on in your health that I'm assuming is much better, right? Yes. Right? <laughs> I want to speak yes. for you. But I mean, you've had this great moments in the of moving towards your goal that have been fantastic. But throughout all of it, it's just not the numbers on the scale that have changed, but it's been this interior change. And the end of the day, that's really what we want is for our heart to be at peace with the Lord, for us to know our worth, to be able to look at ourselves, you know, I say in the mirror, but I mean, just figuratively, be able to to view ourselves and know our worth and our value and to love that person that we are. Yeah, I mean, the the beauty of the process is really funny that you say that has been kind of like my mantra, especially for the past year of just really embracing where God has me in the moment and allowing him to, like, I believe I already said, you know, just speak truth on a daily basis and just 
really when you embrace that it's going to be a journey and that it's really not about the destination, that's when I feel like the, you know, the real work kind of begins and it, and it is work and it does take a daily, you know, waking up and, you know, saying things to yourself and positive self-talk has been a huge thing that I've learned through the help of a counselor and sometimes cheesy, but it's really, really powerful if you allow it. And I think anyone that's on any kind of journey, like you said, you know, can kind of relate, like it doesn't have to be a weight loss journey. There are plenty of people on those journeys, but there are also, you know, plenty of people who aren't, but we all have something that we struggle with. And when we allow God to help us with that, I think that's when you can see, you know, God work the most and and yeah. just help. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, but just yeah. you have that hope. You have that hope mm. in your life and you know that God will work in your life and it's going to be a daily battle because that, I mean, that's the spiritual life too, right? It's not like, <laughs> it's not like we just get to this point one day in prayer and be like, okay, wow, I have reached, you know, the climax of everything Jesus wants to give me. I understand mm-hmm. everything of who I am. I'm good now. It's a daily relationship. It's a daily and sometimes a grind and a battle and a struggle, but it's something that we have to pay attention to every single day. I mean, I feel the same way about my husband. I mean, it's not like I married Ricky and on our wedding day said these awesome vows and was like, I love you so much. And what all those, the great vows that we say. And then I was just like, okay, that's, that's all I need. You never have to tell me you love me again. You don't have to show it or prove it or anything. Cause we're, cause we're married and the deed is done. So I'll just hang out with you for the rest of my life, but we don't need to like show each other or prove to each other or express our love in a way. And it's just, that's not how life is, right? So whatever the challenge and the battle is, it's just something every day, as you said, you wake up every day with, you know, with your prayers and with your mantra being like, I can do this. And every day is a little bit of a battle and that we have to keep up that relationship with Christ to so that we can help know our worth and be an inspiration to ourselves and to others as well. Right. Yeah. And I, my favorite brave has been and be brave has been a word that and a you know a a phrase that I've really prayed with and and kind of grabbed hold to and and now I have it's just on you know marker but on my mirror and you are strong brave and enough and those are three words that I um it's taken me a long time to be able to say them out loud when, when I look in the mirror but they are words that I just see every day that just help in all the moments where I want to either quit or want to eat 10 donuts or, you know, whatever it is, I try and just go back to those words every time. I love so much about everything you just said, strong, brave, and enough. Oh, Lauren, that's good. That's good. (sighs) And I also definitely understand the whole donut thing too. I I mean, we, we were talking before the podcast started, you and I about like, and this is okay, this is a true story, friends. I'm not kidding. I'm sitting down. I'm at my computer getting ready to call Lauren here. And we were, we were chatting a little bit before we started our interview. I'm like, wait, and I like stop mis-sentence. Honest to God, can't even make this up. And I, there was the strongest scent of donuts that came across <laughs> my desk. And <laughs> there are no donuts in my house. There's nothing even remotely close. There's no food on my desk. Nothing. And I'm like, what is happening? Who's got a donut? <laughs> it was, it tasted such like this, the most amazing Krispy Kreme donut that I've, I just, I miss it so badly. But I, yeah. So, <laughs> I have, you know, I'm telling you something. For, for me too, I've had 
three kids in three years and have had my own struggles and, and challenges in, turn, in, in looking at myself and the weight that I've gained from where I was prior. And it's just been a beautiful process that God has also worked for me to every day, in a sense of what you were saying, get to the point of looking at myself and being like, Leah, you are strong, you are brave, and you are enough. You know, whatever that number on the scale says, no matter what my body looks like and the differences that it's taken on after having babies, which it is a legit thing. Like there are things that are just, there there are body parts and places that were never there before. (laughs) I mean, things are just different. So I've got to the point of like, okay, so, so there's that. And there's just a place where, you know, you have to kind of allow God into that process, which is what we've been kind of harping on and talking about Mm -hmm. in this, in this time in our discussion. But, but that place where you can say, you know, you're brave, you are strong and you are enough. And we are, we are in Christ and you have shown that and you continue to show that in this journey that you've taken. And, And once again, I know I've mentioned it, but like, thank you, Lauren. Thank you for doing this for yourself and thank you for bringing your faith into this journey. Thank you for being an inspiration to me and I know others when they come and they see your Instagram feed to live life with intention and with purpose and to be positive and to know that your value is not, as you said in many of your posts, is not in those numbers in the scale, but it's but it's in the realization that you've been made in the image and likeness of God Almighty and that your dignity okay. comes from Him and not in Weight Watchers or in a number or in an outfit, nothing of the sort. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you, Lauren. Thank you, honestly. I'm so thankful that you took the time to talk to us and and to share. You bravely share things that for women today, you know, is very difficult at times to showcase these types of journeys and to be so honest about it. And your posts are fantastic. They're inspiring they are funny, actually. Some of them are really, really great. You've got some great pictures of yourself. But everything that you do is very intentional. And you can see right through you and into Christ. And that's that's what we want in this world is so people can look at us and they see a version of Jesus Christ. And so thank you for being that type of a woman in this world because we need you. We need people like you who are going to admit that they have something to work on, whether that's exteriorly or interiorly. and then you know, are brave enough to go and do it. And you inspire me. You really do. And I have got to get off of your Instagram feed because I could spend way (laughs) too much time here looking at everything. But for everybody who else who, trust me, you're going to want to check out Lauren. I'll give you her information in the podcast notes of her Instagram handle. And then Lauren, like, what are some last things you can give us? Like, what could you tell people? Like, let's just say someone's listening right now and they're up against something, a challenge. They've got something in their life they know they need to change. Maybe it is something with the weight loss journey. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's something spiritually where like they're just not praying and they don't take the time. Or maybe it's a relationship they need to help with and and find some peace in. Whatever it is, like what would you say to them to help them persevere? Well, I have three small little quotes that have been uh, my three mantras for probably the whole journey. And they're all like three, about three words long. So small possible steps. So instead of looking at the whole journey and, you know, instead of just rushing to like, how do I get to lose a hundred pounds, just really focus on the small possible steps that you can take on a daily basis. Any movement means change. So sometimes I 
get on to myself for, you know, not spending hours and days in the gym, but any movement, whether that be physical or emotional or, you know, whatever you're dealing with, any movement means change. And then my favorite is do it afraid. So I um, am scared of a lot of things and that's a whole nother, you know, topic, but I read in a book, I can't even think of what it was, but it was like, do it afraid. So no matter what you're facing, you know, what obstacle it is, what challenge, most of the time you're going to be afraid, but to do it anyways. And that has just those three things are just what I, I mean, I have them written out on post-it notes, random places, and just really try and remember those three little quotes. That's great. I love that. Oh, I love that. That's wonderful. I actually wrote them down while you were talking too. That's so awesome. Lauren, thank you so much for spending time with us and sharing your your heart and your life and being an inspiration to me and to all of the uh, people here listening to the Do Something Beautiful podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for what you do. And just, we need more women like you too. And I'm very grateful for this opportunity. Thank you. You are welcome. Thank you. We all do our part. We all have a part to play. And it's our job to be brave enough to get to, uh, you know, get into the ring, right? And fight. Yes. So, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm just going to copy what Lauren just said. I'm going to take all of her great, your great content. <laughs> and I'm just going to leave you wrapping up this podcast with this small possible steps. Any movement means change. And my favorite as Lauren's favorite, do it afraid. And this podcast, this whole expression of, of this part of my ministry, which I know you all know, cause I say it a ton of times, <laughs> but is to do something beautiful for God. Do it every day, do it with your life, but whatever you do, do it. And that's mother Teresa who said that. And so this goes along perfectly it's okay to be afraid, but still do it. And so do it afraid. So thank you so much for listening to season two of the Do Something Beautiful podcast. You can also do me a huge favor and go on iTunes and give me a nice five-star rating and a comment. I asked for that so that we can become more visible. Yep, that's how it works in the wonderful podcast land. So the more ratings and the more five stars you get, the more this can be visible. And the stories like Lauren need to be heard to more people. So you can do us a great favor by doing that, going to iTunes and give me a rating and a comment. That'd be fantastic. And remember, whatever you do today, do it for the Lord and make it beautiful. God bless. And we'll talk to you soon. 